Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 431. You're going to learn some great information in a shorter episode today, so it'll be nice and punchy. Uh, The first is how to build thought leadership, uh, which um, Nick describes in a great way because he's got more demand than supply. How to remove yourself from the client work, which you no doubt struggle with. I know I certainly did when I ran my cloud consulting business. And the last one is how to get more leads from partner or in Nick's case, partners. Uh, If you're a first time listener and you love what you hear, please subscribe. If you're a regular, always love those reviews. You can get some details in the app that you're listening to here. Obviously, you can always take notes as well, but you can get the full transcript at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. And before we go into to the interview with Nick, I'd like to thank our sponsors. The first is the Cloud Consultants Collective, where peers help each other to build their businesses. It's free on Slack, and you can go to cloudconsultantscollective.com to come on in. And the other is SendSpark, which is a fantastic video platform, which really puts you, who you are the most important part of your business, uh, right in front of your prospects or your clients. And uh, we can you can get six months free by going to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash send spark. So our guest today is Nick Sonnenberg. He's the founder and CEO of Leverage, a business efficiency consultant. Uh, he's an Inc. Com, com, uh, columnist. Yep, I'll get that right, columnist. Yeah. And he's also the author of a, a book called Idea to Execution, but there is another one coming, which we'll talk about, and Nick does in the interview. As a serial entrepreneur with a passion for productivity and a background in data science, Nick's mission is to create companies that disrupt the way people work by leveraging the power of remote teams, digital tools, and powerful automations. His primary focus is help teams operate more efficiently through his CPR efficiency, business efficiency framework. This framework consistently gets results for greater output, less stress, happier employees, and potential to gain an extra full day in your life or your working life. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Nick has worked for individuals and companies, including Tony Robbins, Jay Abraham, uh, Facebook, and many more. And be sure to keep an eye out for his upcoming book, which we do mention. And uh, it's up and on Amazon at the moment. Come up for air is the key title, How Teams Can Leverage Systems and Tools to Stop Drowning in Work. What I'll do now is hand over to Nick Sonnenberg from Leverage. Great to have you here, Nick. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it because I know you're under tight time because you've got an exciting new book that's coming out. So we'll talk briefly about that and we'll have you back on the podcast to cover that. But why don't we start with who your ideal client is and what problems you love to solve for them? Well, our ideal client ranges quite a bit. We're working with a lot of seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs. We do have some enterprise clients in the multi-billions, but I would say eight figures is is usually our sweet spot. But the type of work that we're helping businesses with is making sure that they have the right systems, tools, processes, and maximizing not just individual productivity, 
but the productivity of the whole organization. So that type of stuff is needed regardless if you're a two-person gas and water leak detection company or your Facebook. You need to be thinking about using email properly, using a CRM, using tools like Slack or Teams or Asana. You know, It doesn't really matter size or industry. You need to be thinking about those things. And so the work that we do kind of helps train teams on best practices of using all those collaboration tools. Yeah, brilliant. And we're going to talk about all this brilliant marketing that you do. But outside of that, you know, what's the best way that you generate uh, leads into your business to, to get these clients? Um, right now, so there's two, just to be clear, there's kind of two businesses that I have. I have one, which is the consulting side. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the business that's driven into the consulting side is driven by partnerships. So we're partners with all the different tools that we support, like Asana, um, HubSpot, so on and so forth. We're partners with them. So we get a lot of kind of business through re- referrals of the partners. Yeah. Um, a lot of it also is word of mouth. You know, I, I like to think that we do uh, an amazing job when people hire us. And so we're not really doing any marketing in the sense of we're not doing, we're not running ads. Um, we're not really even doing a whole bunch of email newsletters, which maybe we should be. Uh, typically, the the marketing on the consulting side of things um, is really referral and partnership and and, and word of mouth. Um, the other side of the the other business that I have, and they're all kind of complementary, but I have my thought leadership side of things, which is I have a mastermind group. Uh, we're rolling out a membership. We do some events. Um, I have my book, speaking and all that sort of stuff. So it's a lot of overlapping in terms of content, but one is a consulting business and the other um, has other services more more for seven-figure, eight-figure entrepreneurs and more of a mastermind and group setting. Uh, and so on that side of things, um, again, it's a lot of word of mouth. Uh, we're also... I have a column in Inc. Um, that we've been picking up on and I think we were in the top 10 biggest ink um, ink columns last month. So, you know, I do I do speaking, I do podcasts, I I have my book coming out. That's going to be a big push yes. for marketing, uh, my writing for ink. And so between kind of those different activities, uh, that's how we generate new business. Um, but it's not, you know, like I said, a bunch of paid ads, but you know, maybe maybe at some point we will, but we have more than more demand than uh, we can handle at this point. So not needing to uh, really try to engage cold traffic at the moment. Yeah. And then which came first? Did the consulting business come first or the thought leadership? The consulting came first. The thought leadership was, some of it was, you know, it, in parallel. Um, well, Leverage started seven years ago, but it was a different business. It was a freelancer marketplace. Yes. And and so in that journey, I spun up an LLC where I was doing a lot of this thought leadership. So you could make an argument one came before the other. They they kind of been in in parallel. But now with this book coming out and some um, other business lines like the mastermind group uh, evolving, we kind of have more formally separated out the two businesses just to be clean. Yeah. Okay. And and what percentage of the thought leadership business would become clients of the consulting business? I don't know anywhere from 25 50%. Um it, it's quite a it's very it, there's a lot of intersection between these things. So someone signs up there they want to come to one of our events so they want to 
join the mastermind and and um, have a little bit of uh, time with me and um, you know connect with people, you know, which is kind of the the core of what we're doing in that group. A lot of those people are going to need hands-on implementation and training of their teams. So there's a lot of overlap. People on that side of the business become leverage clients. Leverage clients get inter- you know they have a great experience at leverage and they want to you know get involved on some of these alternative things. So you know they both feed each other. Yeah, look and I think it's brilliant because you know some of the some and, and you might be out there thinking that you know I need to develop myself. So I just spoke to a really good Salesforce partner recently and he was like, you know, I need to develop my personal brand. I need to develop my audience, not just rely on my partner to send leads and, and word of mouth. And, you yeah. know, I think you're a brilliant example of of doing that. I know you say they're separate businesses, but if I look at at yeah. you, I'm thinking, you know, there's there's it's, a great synergy there, right? You're building the audience and then, you know, some of their needs are met by your your thought leadership. Some are met by the consulting business. So I think it's a, it's a great model and a great example. And that's why I'm so keen to have you on. Well, look, I, th- I think that one thing you want to be careful of is risk in, in a business. And um, there's a whole bunch of different risks that businesses could have. Like one is what channel you're getting your your leads from. You know, if all of my leads are coming from the Asana partnership and I'm fully reliant on that, well, if something happens with Asana, I don't want my business to, to be on the chopping block. Um, same with Facebook ads. I know a lot of people that solely rely on Facebook ads. Well, if Facebook tomorrow changes their algorithm, how does that impact your business? So you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. I learned that the hard way with with these things. So it's good to yeah. diversify and have multiple channel partners or multiple ways that you're getting business. Um, and then also, I want I want leverage to be able to stand on its own two feet without me. So even though I'm the founder and CEO, um, for the most part, I've removed myself from the consulting and I've trained a team who are the consultants now. And so I think that the more that leverage isn't a business wrapped around you know, one kind of thought leader, let's say, and it's an actual business that is using the thought leadership, but it's not reliant on me, I think it makes leverage you know, be more successful and be a bigger company. Yeah, perfect. And uh, if I can just dive back to some of your partnerships, right? So Asana is one. I know HubSpot. Are, you know, there's two two that you yep. see you mentioning on your your website, etc. You know, what what have you done uniquely to to um to generate those leads? Like, is there something that you can give us that we can replicate to get more leads from our partners? I think. Well, is it is the question how do you initially get the partnership, or is it how once you have a partnership to get the most value out of the partnership? The latter. So, I think just be strategic. You know, don't just sign up with a partnership and then sit back and wait. You know, try to engage, uh, and we could all do better at this. But engage in their most of these have communities. Um, try to get involved with the salespeople. Um, a lot of the cases too, the people that you interact with, try to understand how their performance is measured. So you know mm. from what lens they're asking you question. Whenever they're engaging with you on a call or asking you a question, they have something in the back of their mind that they're trying to optimize for, right? And so if you out of the gate with a lot of these conversations, I'll just straight up ask, you know, how's your performance measured in your role? And that 
unlocks a lot of insight in terms of what they care about. And then you could start tailoring the conversation, but also your activities in between conversations, knowing what they care about and being able to deliver more value to them, the individuals on the other side of the partnership. And in return, that's going to just naturally and organically lead to a better partnership in my experience. Yeah, I think that's spot on. And and we use a a format. It's originally from Miller Hyman Strategic Selling, but you know, find out what their personal wins are and their business wins. And I think if you can get both of those, you you yep. you know, that will definitely yep. bear fruit. And you know, you you are, let's say, a SANA partner model and HubSpot partner model. What are some of the biggest differences or pros and cons of of each of those models? Well, I'll just speak more to the Asana one. The HubSpot partnership is is led by some. I'm I'm less involved on that, and others on the team are. But you know, at least on the Asana side, I was I've been impressed with, um, you know, kind of getting added into their Slack account and their Asana account, and just making it easy to collaborate and have transparency and communication with them. I think that that they've done a fantastic job with that, and um, that's led to a a lot of good brainstorming and a lot of ways that we could kind of mutually add value. And there's other partners that do set up, do kind of add you to their systems to um, make it easier to interact with them. So, you know, any partner that does that, I think is a step ahead. Yeah. Brilliant. And uh, you're listening to Nick and you're thinking, you know, he's done a brilliant job in this thought leadership, et cetera, but he just mentioned that he, you know, removed himself from you know the day to day of the consulting business, and I'm sure you're sort of thinking, God, you know, I'm stuck at the moment. I'd, I'd love some tips from Nick on how best to do that, or you know, some insights from you. So yeah, tell us, you know, how well, did you go just about to be it? Clear, most people struggle, I, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, look, just to be clear, I'm very involved still in the day to day. I'm just removing myself from the client facing aspect, but I'm yeah. still, you know, CEO and you know, involved in every aspect from marketing to uh, HR, to finance, to deliver the process of how we deliver things. I still get involved with closing like uh, SOWs and, and closing big deals. So I'm still very, very involved. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. just, it's just, I've spent a lot of time to get out of the consulting side of things, yeah. right? It's, it's hard to scale a company if you're kind of doing every single aspect. So at the very least, uh, I invested a lot of time building out process and frameworks and training materials so that I can kind of get other people ramped up for delivering the core service, um, which I think is, is should be a priority of anyone running a consulting company is, you know, you, you want to work your way out of many jobs, but that if you're still doing the actual consulting, that it's tough if, depending on your profitability, how, how much you can get your way out of that because you definitely have to sacrifice short-term profitability to invest the time in building the training materials and training up other people. So you have to give up short-term some some uh, some profit. There's no getting around that. But I think it's the only path to really working your you know being able to work on your business versus in your business. I think the only path to getting to that. And kind of getting out of the the quicksand is is allocating some time to removing yourself from the delivery. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. And you know, it's you know because I often have this discussion: when's the best time? Do you do pre revenue, etc.? And 
you know, bring someone on. And, and I just think, it, you know, you, you're taking, it's like taking a mortgage that your house price is going to be worth more in the long term, right? It's a similar thing, right? You've got to sacrifice some of those profits in the short term, backing yourself yeah. that it's going to be the right decision in the long term. So, um, so bring in, and now I know you've got a new book coming out. So yeah. just give us a little glimpse into uh, what can we expect, and then we'll have you back on to talk about it. Yeah, I would love to. Later. Would love to come out. It's coming out in uh, February 7th. Um, my publisher is HarperCollins, and the title is called Come Up for Air, How Your Team Can Leverage Systems and Tools to Stop Drowning in Work. Um, it's up on Amazon now. So even if you're listening, you could, you could uh, buy the by the presale of the book, we have a website comeupforair.com with we're constantly adding already um, some some of the kind of bonus content. So right now in the process of writing finishing the book, there's tons of bonus content that we just couldn't add to the book because it's already a 300 page book. So if regardless if you buy the book or not, you can go to comeupforair.com and just keep kind of checking in and there'll be bonus content. Uh, that we continue to add, but it's basically all about my uh, my operational efficiency framework that we um, roll out to our clients on the consulting side. So it's talking about that framework, and it's really meant to be the employee manual that you never got. So we're hoping that companies will buy this for all their employees, so that everyone can kind of be on the same page with when and how to use different tools, how to think about uh, different tools. Because that's the biggest issue that we see in companies, and that's the gap that we're filling is no one's ever been taught how to think about all these different collaboration tools. And when you get hired, you kind of just get thrown in the deep end uh, with Slack and Gmail and Asana and so on and so forth. And there's never kind of been a playbook to say, hey, Paul, for this purpose, we use this. For this purpose, we use that. So I hope that this book can serve as a form of of a, you know, productivity employee manual that companies will want all employees to to read kind of either prior to or during onboarding so that everyone's on the same page. Brilliant. Well, I know we've got to let you go and finish that because you've got a hard deadline to get the book yep. done. So we'll do that. <laughs> but you can find out more about Nick and the business at getleverage.com. And also we'll have the link to that and also the uh, comeupforair.com as well. And uh, go to that Amazon and and uh, get the pre-sale. I know I'll do that straight after this podcast. So I recommend you Thank do you it as much. well. But uh, Nick, fantastic having you on. I can't wait to have you back. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to being back. That was a great interview with Nick. He actually had the deadline today of getting his book done. So that's why it's short and sweet. But you know he delivered a lot of power in there. You can go and get his book. Um, book the pre-sale on Amazon now. So go and do that. And also, you know, build your thought leadership. I think that's such an important point where, you know, he said that he's got more de- demand than supply, which, um, you know, to me, build your audience and then, uh, you know, everything will come from there. Uh, share on LinkedIn what you've learned from Nick and that mentioned him and all the, you know, summary of the links are in the app. You can get the full transcript at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. And, you know, why not share it with, you know, a couple of your friends? I'll think you're a rock star and it's no use keeping it to yourself. And uh, check out our solo shows. Don't forget that free Slack community at thecloudconsultantscollective.com. And as always, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go... 
Learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.